Hello and welcome to the Under the Heat Lab podcast. This week we're going to be talking about online detectives, online crime fighters and true crime in general. Uh, with me today is my boy David. Hello, hello. My boy Danny. Hello, hello, hello. And my my young son, George. <laughs> hello. <laughs> why, is, why is he the young son? George he is the youngest here. He is the youngest I'm the older and... son. I'm actually older than Kalen. Wait, who's, the, are, who's I'm, the oldest? I'm the youngest here? one. I'm 21. Uh, turned 21 yesterday. <laughs> oh, I'm 45, so I guess yeah. that's You are my wife, David. Yeah, he is. Yeah, D- David is a bit of the father figure for all of us. Um, we mm. suckle from his <laughs> teeth. Uh, anyway, so, um, yeah. right, let's, let's, let's get that's, this. That's a true crime if there ever was that's one. A true, that would be a crime. But, you know, some crimes are worth the punishment. So, <laughs> um, right. So, <laughs> So today we're going to be talking about um, something that I really love, which is which is true crime, um, and a little bit of like online detective stuff too. So there's there's two kind of areas here that, that we can start talking about. The first is like true crime, and that's the community of people who are just kind of enthusiasts about crimes that happen. So they'll be reading all the case files and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know for some reason they just love hearing about serial killers and that sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah. The, the other side, uh, which I think we'll get to as well, is the people who actively participate in those investigations and whether that's a good thing or, or a bad thing. Um, so, what does everyone think? Does everyone have any initial thoughts on true crime? Um, I don't. I don't mind where we start. Really, I find I'm I'm similar to you in that I find it quite an interesting topic. I think a lot of people do have a fascination with the idea of you know crime. A lot of like detective novels and TV and media is really popular in that regard and then also true stories are also very popular so i can see why it is quite a big you know big phenomenon the idea of true crime and the the fans thereof yeah let's let's chat some true crime then so don't don't carry on uh i think reading through say the stories of like various serial killers is actually something which is incredibly interesting not out of um i guess there is a morbid curiosity in a way because it's like what led this person to this extent and especially in regards to the more lengthy investigations, like the Zodiac Killer, for example. I mean, that's probably the biggest example of, I guess, the true crime genre, as it were, if we want to talk about it. That kind of, you yeah, know, straddles it, both, right? If the idea yeah, of both like it went on for of, a very long yeah. time. And to some people in online and offline, I guess, it's still ongoing. Like, that was one thing I looked at, like the R, it was like a Reddit for R Zodiac Killer. And people we all know still the Zodiac up- Killer was Ted Cruz. Yeah, well, I, I I have no idea. I've only watched the movie. It was a good movie, um, but yeah, there's yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, there's still people who are looking into that to this day, uh, which is fascinating to be honest. Yeah, I think it kind of stems from you know a lot of people have quite a skepticism about the justice system, and the more you read about these sort of situations, the more you find that you know the legal process was incorrect. I think it really opens up a whole can of worms of what is possible this sort of stuff mm-hmm. so um with the true crime i mean has, has anyone seen making a murderer no 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 george no no well, i think so we, we, were, we, were t- we were i was gonna Sorry. say we, we all listen to serial because i was gonna say like with the idea of the zodiac killer and like that film and that case and serial as well as making a murderer the three big ones that kind of mm-hmm crop up in popular culture 
recently don't fuck with cats as well oh yeah i saw that yeah, I saw that, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that's a good i mean we'll, we'll probably go on to that a bit more in, in a minute but mm-hmm. um with, with making a murderer uh, what was really interesting about this is that you know you could make a strong argument that that show was very biased in favor of the dude Stephen avery's innocence whereas a lot of people um on the internet believe he was guilty but I mean, almost everyone who watched that documentary probably came out with the idea like he didn't do it. But there's all these people completely obsessed with this case online, like doing tons of research and things like that. That are like, nah, mate, he definitely did it. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, these these documentaries they all kind of have a bit of an angle. Um, they all oh, come sure. from like, one perspective, so it's not like a completely neutral representation of like a series of events. No, um, no way. Like I, the thing I found interesting about that sort of thing is, especially the one that I've been listening to the most recently, is is serial, and it's this weird idea that that the amateur person who is either in serial's case as a journalist or the person on the internet looking through old case files, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that they somehow know more or have picked up on something that a professional detective who has worked for you know tens of years has somehow missed for some reason that's the thing that always strikes me as a strange thing like we we talked about the the first uh, series of of serial kalen very briefly and it was kind of like we were both pretty convinced he did it like yeah and it's uh, there's not much evidence to point otherwise and there's maybe some evidence to towards like that the trial maybe wasn't the most you know trial was a bit sketchy, watertight yeah. thing but it still didn't it wasn't like oh my god this guy is definitely innocent how is this terrible miscarriage of justice happened it's like nah he probably did it maybe not enough you know to say you know without reasonable doubt but he yeah it wasn't it's it's really strange yeah. that this sort of that case in particular took a lot of interest and i think well, it was like so the well spin told. of it right yeah exactly yeah. it's the the narrative the, behind it it's so engaging that podcast is incredible like um it i remember when i first listened to that podcast i was like taking a really long flight that had a bunch of stops and I could not stop listening to it. Like, I, I stopped in one place and I quickly logged into the the airport Wi-Fi just to download the rest of the episodes. Because I was like, "Holy shit! I need to know what happens." Yeah. And it's a completely unsatisfying end, and the case is still ongoing. Um, but there is something that's incredibly gripping about those stories when they're told well. And mm. um, there's a million YouTube channels now that just go over true crime stories. There's this yeah. one I watch called That Chapter quite addictively, um, and he just he'll just talk about different like gruesome murder. Um, he's laughing about it and stuff. He's he's fairly respectful, but he does like laugh about the stuff that happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I he's think very it's, popular. Yeah, it's very. It's kind of like we said at the beginning. There's a very big divide between famous solved cases or you know incidents like you know the Manson family, anything like that, like Jonestown, which is mm. kind of cut and dry. There are these things. This is the story. It's completely crazy and interesting. And then the other side where it's like like the Zodiac killer or something that is still deemed to be open even like the like the case in the serial even though it was closed it was still like being kept open by these people Mm. and i find it really interesting that like i didn't find any cases where the amateur detectives had like helped really what about the boston bomber done anything boston bomber (laughs) it. exactly right it's it's just it's weird that they think that we could they can do it when professional detectives uh, like I, don't, I just don't understand it i get it because it's that thing where you you want to 
you believe you've got some sort of secret knowledge that you want to help people with, but mm. it just gets in the way. Like it just seems to get in the way. That makes me think about um, in cases like these where it's not their job per se. What is the actual motivation for people to go out of their way and and look into things like this to the extent that they do? Is it it's actually fun. because? Yeah, uh, yeah but at, at the core of it, is it actually because they want to solve the investigation or is it because it's something more egotistical where they want to be that person that, you know, mm. is the one that discovers, in the case of Zodiac Killer, for example, do they want to be that person who can decipher, you know, yeah. those messages and figure out their identity? Or is it that they, do they even care about bringing someone who was behind it to justice, you know? I, th I think it depends on the medium a lot, like, a lot of these cases we're talking about are documentaries when the sole purpose of them is to be as entertaining and as thrilling as possible so everybody yeah. talks about it and i mean what story sells more than uh you know oh there's a big big mystery that the police missed or we're, we're un yeah, yeah. undiscovering this big yeah. secret that nobody knows He's on about. the run to this day yeah anything yeah. that yeah anything that involves like sex and murder is just oh yeah like, yeah you know yeah i mean so on on the sort of like online detective side, um, I'm sure we'll come back to true crime as well because I think these do these two really do intersect quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, George, you said you had trouble finding where these people congregate. Yeah, like a lot of the stuff that I found was more people talking about true crime media, like what podcasts mm -hmm. do you listen to, what true crime documentaries are you interested in. I found it hard to find like the real real amateur side of people trying to figure out their own things you know that... so I'll, I'll say a lot of these sorry george what are you gonna say oh just saying like things that aren't tied to like a piece of media being released like... yeah i mean a lot of it is tied to, to pieces of media and that will kind of like concentrate people's attention um but a lot of it isn't on like big forums and stuff a lot of it is on like obscure facebook groups with a few thousand people mm. um so it'll be like, for example, someone will go missing in some town, probably mm. in America, and a Facebook group will form called like Looking for Brandy Hearts or whatever. And then like all these people just come on there like, her fucking boyfriend murdered her, whatever. Mm. And they'll be like posting all this evidence like, look, we found his, we found his police record. And yeah. like, he, did a, he did this in like 1995 and then all this sort of shit. Yeah, and it's then... much more on like the local level than the sort of the big national ones are when insane things happen like, you Ooh. know, Boston Bomber and the Zodiac and stuff. Whereas a lot of it is small town, like sleepy countryside. Someone goes missing or gets you know murdered, and they think they've got the wrong people, or they think they've you know, it's yeah. it's like a, like that sort of thing where someone like, well, I knew the people and they had an alibi, or and they got still got convicted, or this or that, and then it'll go from there rather than it being like there's this big mystery of, of who's yeah. gonna find Madeline McCann. Oh wow! So, so you think it's like in a lot of cases, it's people who are like thrown into this through circumstance rather than like other people online searching for unsolved cases. Yeah, I, th I think so. I think a lot yeah. of the stuff that I saw in terms of uh, a few documentaries on uh, you know British TV have that sort of vibe to it, where it's like it was my my niece or my nephew yeah. or a member of my family was convicted of this thing and. It, it can't be because and it's never just like they would never kill someone it's like there's this key piece of evidence that doesn't quite add up and we want to you know we're going to protest like outside the trial and do that mm. kind of thing rather than it being like you imagine you don't know uh, I, I imagine them like um 
you know, like private eyes sitting in their office with like the paper up on the whiteboard and that sort of thing. But I don't think that's the actual, you know, reality of it. I think it's a lot of talking to media, a lot of like campaigning in order to, to free someone that they don't think is, you know, guilty. Yeah, I don't think someone's like widow is actually sitting in like a, a messy room with, you know, tabloids and maps like scattered across the, the walls string, and stuff. Like, yeah, like trying to find together. you know, their their lost husband and who did it or whatever. But it mm-hmm. is kinda of like what you say, it is more so like a protest where it's like there's clearly something amiss with this situation. Yeah, yeah. The police didn't handle this case right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean we've we've get, seen that know, loads in cases of like, you know, police shootings within the black community or something like it it comes up so much that you know police just show negligence and it just Mm -hmm. takes so many people online shouting and protesting to get them to you know step in yeah yeah i mean you might have seen a recent case where a a black dude got shot in america while out jogging and um, it's only because this was like this is all coming out in the last couple of days or weeks um and it's just because of like massive online pressure that this has been looked at. So that kind of like online pressure and crowdsourcing videos and things like that mm-hmm. um, is is really good. And there are big organizations that do that kind of like open source investigation stuff, but that's not really what we're talking about today. We're talking more about the small timers. Um, mm. So I mean, what, one case which I think is really interesting that blew up on social media and had a million people looking into it is the case of the Hart family. And I know about this from uh, this podcast called Broken Hearts, which go through the whole story. Amazing podcast. But basically, um, this family, it was like a lesbian couple, a white lesbian couple who adopted like seven or something black kids. And um, they had this this amazing public image, like they were Bernie Sanders rallies and stuff. Um, they were all over, all over Facebook, like these posts, like, you know, having these children has taught me so much about like race and like about like, the soul, blah, blah, blah. And they had this really perfect public image of like the kids were playing guitar and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But at one point, um, one of the, the two mothers um, just drove them all off a cliff to their death, like the whole family. Oh, my God. Yeah. And um, it turned out that these kids were actually horribly abused and malnourished and all this sort of stuff. And after this happened, uh, a million Facebook groups like came up um, with all these people joining, just discussing ideas, and um, basically all of those Facebook posts, she was incredibly prolific on social media, were there. Um, so it was just people just going through every single thing, looking at the background of pictures, judging, trying to guess the yeah. weight of the children as it progressed and things like that, and just trying, like, you know, slowly unwrapping this double life. Um, and I love that. Like, I would be so down for, like, I, you know, I'm one of those people who would just get really addicted to just looking into it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in that case, I think it's kind of, uh, you know, the police were probably doing something of the same, but I mean, the public as well, I think, has some kind of right to look into these things or something of such public interest happens. I think it's, yeah, yeah it's like you said, it's a, a public interest and it's also going back afterwards and being like, why? It's not like they're trying to solve the, like, a, a criminal case in the traditional sense it's just saying like what happened we're trying to understand what happened to these people why did they Yeah, like we know what happened why yeah i guess it's a a similar reason why like anything so gruesome like the you know the manson family the like jonestown massacre where it's just like how the fuck did that happen like like, Like, you know what the fuck happened yeah (laughs) um so yeah i think there is a little bit of just trying to understand like how horrible things happen um, George, what do you think about the kind of morbid curiosity element of it? Because, you know, we've been kind of representing it as all positive and people just trying to find the truth and some and stuff like that. But do you think there is an element of people just liking gory things? 
Yeah, gory and also uh, like really shocking. I think people really want to know that uh, you know some celebrity or something was like truly evil on the inside, but nobody saw this whole time. And uh, I think a lot of that thinking kind of breeds the media around it as well. Like a lot of the shows will, or a lot of like the documentaries and stuff will push towards the more shocking and crazy things. And then people watch that more and it just kind of creates like a cycle where it goes on and on. And then at that yeah. point it is kind of breaking away from the trying to find the truth of the whole situation. Yeah. I think, I think that it is... is also like, Oh, sorry, Don, but uh, like, it's one of those things I think that's on a deeper level as well, where it's like, it's really hard to not look at like a car crash when you go past yeah. it, you know? It's, it's yeah. kind of like at that level, it just is something that for some reason draws our attention. Like if whether it be evolutionary or whatever, it just is something that you can't help but pay attention to because it is, mm -hmm. I guess it's like a threat, isn't it? It's it's something that is, you know, it's something well, it's, very, very... I guess it's tied bad. into, you know, this, this great thing that kind of looms over everyone, but you don't exactly see it all the time. And then all of a sudden it's like, there it is. And these cases kind of like bring that to the center of the attention in a way yeah i, I think uh it might be a good time to talk about the absolute classic case of the boston bomber um <laughs> it's fucking it's tragic and hilariously reddit the whole this thing. is what's so weird about the whole thing is that it's so hard to talk in a way that's that's both like funny and not and like treating it like the gravity it is you know yeah, what I mean? I like mean, with the Boston Bomber, it's like it's so ridiculous yeah. that all of the people on Reddit thought that they could solve the case of <laughs> someone we... who just like blown up a marathon. It's like what the fuck? Like was, is that was like, was everybody Jesus. following it when it was being like discovered yeah, yeah. and released? I, I think I remember when it happened, but I, I remember I wasn't happened, looking yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember checking Reddit like every day and seeing like you would see top post of Reddit of uh, like a million upvotes will be a picture of some guy with a backpack of like a big red circle and, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. a few other pictures and saying like this guy was at the scene of every every bombing and he had this backpack it's like everyone uh find out as much as you can post pictures of him and then the next day you'd have loads of pictures of this random dude who just happened to be wearing a backpack at yeah, right. the boston marathon brown dudes yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well so did so they not solve it so no so what what happened was that um, the police or whoever the FBI who was who was investigating it had a suspect that they were looking at who turned out to be the correct person. They didn't want to release that person's name or anything like that. Uh, too Obviously, yeah. Mm. But Reddit, through its genius, found a random brown dude with a backpack and um, linked him to. Well, like it's him, it's him. Found out his identity because you know the one thing about an investigation done by like a million people at once is that you have a really high chance of finding them because the manpower is just insane. Like yeah. a police, a police force will have like tens of people at most doing something like that, um, and they've got a million people searching social media. So they found this guy, um, and then put his name everywhere. The dude got tons of harassment and death threats and all this sort of shit. And the police were like, "Whoa, um, we are literally forced our hand now." To release the identity of our suspect hmm. um so it, it actually negatively affected uh, a police investigation that could have had life or death consequences yeah. I think that's, and that's always the fucking case right there's never been like a, i can't think of anything that where the 
they police have come out and said, you know what, guys, they, they did it. You know, thank <laughs> you. Round of applause. <laughs> thank to you, Knight Rider four twenty for finally yeah. like <laughs> releasing the guy's name. Yeah, it's the same with like, like the fucking papers as well. When they like, do you remember the like Gatwick drone? When it was just some poor fucking guy with like, and his wife. Or oh partner. my god! And I it was totally just like, this is the guy, and it's like, he was just well, like, what, no, what, no, what it isn't. People, what are you talking about? What did people think it was? Like something bigger. They, they, they so thought they, they, the, the papers, like the tabloids, just released the pictures and the name of a guy, and they were like, this fucking prick ruined Christmas. And it was just like, <laughs> turned out it wasn't him. Like, it was just some guy who lived in, like, Crawley. This, this, is, yeah. <laughs> this is probably why, ultimately, I love uh, it. on one side of the argument, it shouldn't happen because it is almost like too many cooks in the kitchen, especially yeah. if those yeah. cooks can't actually cook yeah. and yeah. haven't been trained to do so yeah, because yeah. you're going to end up in these situations where that guy who was accused of being the Boston bomber like it or not to him he's probably still seen as the Boston bomber to some fucking idiots <laughs> up there because his name God. was given that in the first place yeah. can you imagine being that guy can you imagine being at an event where something so horrific like that happened and oh then and people God. think it's you people think it's <laughs> yeah. you because you were wearing a backpack and you yeah. appeared in a few pictures. You like, go for a job yeah. interview 12 years later and your employer's like, oh, I'll Google this guy. See what's, oh my God, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, was this man the Boston bomber? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's like he's going to turn up to like a marathon in the future just for show. And like, there's going to be someone there who's like a bit off about him. Not because he yeah. did it, but because Reddit told yeah, him that they like, did. See, weren't you the guy who was accused of bombing a marathon before? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah pretty... The, and and the, the the thing about the whole Reddit thing was it was so Reddit and like the way they were so smug about it, it was just so fucking Reddit and uh, it was absolutely irritating. Yeah, and mm. I think like the Reddit like admins and like owners and stuff came out and were like that was fucking terrible. Like please never do that again. But let's I mean, let's, they let's swing it back and like yeah let's let's say like okay like why they why did they do it? It's because they wanted to help, right? They wanted to they thought they could be of an of assistance or help this you know this really noble cause and i think that's something that is to be positively said about this whole thing not just the boston bomber but just in general it's like people are okay people may be getting in the way but at least it's coming from a good place (laughs) i don't know i I hate to say it but i also think i mean going off the predecessor of reddit was basically 4chan i do also think part of it was for the memes yeah. Oh, I think. Do you know what I mean? I mean, like, even me, I was just looking at like looking at the post, but it was pure entertainment when exactly. I was interested in yeah. it. I was just you know refreshing the front page every day, uh, checking all the updates, being like, oh my god, are they, you know, what are they found now? What's the new information? And I, so many people would be, would be the same, I imagine. Hmm. It's like yeah. the entertainment of seeing all of these pieces kind of come together. I mean, to spin it into like something more lighthearted and not exactly a crime, but it, it it's sort of like when uh, Shia LaBeouf did um, the uh, <laughs> he will not divide the, us. he will not divide us thing, and he put that flag in the middle of the desert, and then people on 4chan like found the flag in the middle of nowhere because they all banded yeah. together and like found geolocated it. this fucking yeah. It's kind of like that, but like. I mean, obviously for something a bit more serious, but with that in mind, because it's more serious, they probably shouldn't really be dipping their fingers into it. So where do you yeah. think, like, um, do you think that someone like the Reddit mods or someone like that needs to step in? More stringent security and shit like that? Definitely, like, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, they already all these subreddits already have witch hunting rules anyway. I think yeah, true. A, a lot of the mods were probably in on it as well. Like they were probably super excited about Reddit doing some mm. big thing for justice too, and they didn't yeah, want yeah. to easy to get to swept it. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely. Especially in the whole like twenty four hour news cycle where it is just constant, constant mm-hmm. updates every. I was the same as you, George. Like, uh, like hitting refresh every opportunity I could just in case. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so I mean, leave it one... to the professionals, guys. Leave it to the professionals, unless it's not something that involves murder, mass murder. Just yeah. you know, if it's a theft so... or someone like going missing in your little town, maybe you know, have a look into it, make some protests, blah blah oh, blah. Oh yeah, Don't if someone's in, like, like stolen some bread in your cul-de-sac, like go ahead. But yeah, like, yeah. if it is like someone has died, then maybe your internet forum shouldn't solve it. You know? Yeah, yeah maybe just it, take a step back. Because the police don't always know best, and they do they yeah, can yeah. be racist, and they can fuck things up, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but then again, I mean, are you guys going to do any better? So, yeah, that's that's it. Like, no matter how like bad the police is or good the police is, they're still professionals who have an element of a level of training and competence that is far above the average person. Right? Mm. It's it's no matter what your views are on the police, that can't be that can't really be argued against this isn't yeah. like fucking poirot like working on it this is the average person who doesn't have anyone near the resources training or experience as and you, you know, know even someone keep... a detective who's worked there for a year it's like yeah 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 and you know they're going to keep the anonymity of the person and they're going to go through all the right you know mm-hmm. checks and bounds to make sure that yeah shit doesn't go awry <laughs> unlike some kid who thinks they have like deductive reasoning books they watch death note or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah have you did you guys stumble upon rbi the reddit bureau of investigation (laughs) no no. what's that (laughs) so it's a subreddit that it's you're not allowed to investigate or ask for help with crimes it's usually stuff like um i found this photo in my granddad's locker mm. after he died like who is this woman or something like that and then everyone will yeah, kind yeah. Of band together to help so it's more or like a, investigations like a... sorry yeah, sorry go on yeah, yeah no just all is... like yeah like shit like oh what's the, this document i found it's really old what what language is this where is yeah. it where's it from like yeah, that sort of thing this is the kind of stuff that loads of people on the internet working together should do or i yeah i mean have you guys heard of bellingcat no. no, no. So Bellingcat is a it's kind of like a website slash organization that does big open source investigations. So they'll be using like tons of different resources, geolocating, all this sort of shit to discover like they've done really important. You know, do you remember those guys who are uh, the Russian spies or whatever that poisoned someone in Salisbury? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. With like the uh, whatever did they was, get him? No evasion. So they they did. They found they, the people didn't never got arrested or anything. They're back in no. Russia and into the safety of Russia. But they identified who they were. Um, so these are like Russian MI6 equivalent agents, and it's, it's very impressive that they literally ID'd them. Like, but these guys are, are, prof- are professionals, though, right? They're professionals, but they're not police, and they yeah. rely on loads of people helping out. Like you can volunteer your time with them to like help them with things. But they'll um, yeah, but that's the thing. They'll kind of like they'll direct you. I assume exactly. They'll tell you what they do. Like this. Like when I say professionals, it's not just like oh, you have to be a a policeman or a detective. It's like there are plenty of people who have experience in those in those fields even like people who are like ex you know in, uh what's i guess the word ex criminals like people who used to be involved in crimes could yeah. be considered mm. professionals right if you know 
a forger yeah, is now like consulting on some you know on modern forgeries etc it's like those are professionals who have experience knowledge etc that you know your part-time barista does not have yeah i can imagine now more than ever as well especially people who are kind of in that sector like former cyber criminals and things like that could probably be used a lot in those kind of situations just because they probably have the actual expertise when a lot of people in those situations don't Mm -hmm. But what yeah. do you think? What do you think is the right form for it, though? Do you think that these sort of people should just like be employed by the police, or do you? Yeah, think I that... know that's where it gets difficult. Yeah, because <laughs> the more like random organizations and stuff that pop up, like obviously this is very, um, you know, very very small. It's not actually dealing with like big crimes, like you said. But the more mm. people feel empowered to do these investigations on serious things, the more kind of conflicting ideas and um, yeah, like. Struggle I guess it's different, get. different from country to country, right? Because I don't, I don't know what the rules are here in in sunny old England, but I know in America, you had to, if you want to be like a private investigator, there's like a license you have to get. Correct me if I'm wrong. And I, I think so. And things like you know, we've joked about citizens arrest before between us all, where there is an an element of where if you're just working within the law, why not? Kind of, it's apart from the the sort of like we said unless it's a really really serious thing Mm. but yeah i don't know what the relationship is between the police and like maybe private organizations that that they can maybe contract in i assume it's like anything else where they could potentially contract in someone in the same way you'd contract like an it you know firm or uh, you know freelancer maybe you could do the same for if if these investigations are essentially like look at all these files you know they're not going to be going around interviewing like potential suspects they're going to be hunting down data and shit like that i'm assuming yeah although i imagine a lot of the redditors and people online will be a lot more interested in doing big sensational stories that everyone's talking about that the police probably aren't gonna you know no one wants to do the boring shit (laughs) to random people yeah, yeah. You don't want to be the guy in the special effects section of the credits. You want to be like no. one of the lead actors in it, you know. Yeah, they're so. going to be like fucking, you know, check out this cell tower record for this hour. Check out the the thousands of like calls that were made in case, you know, this yeah. number crops up or whatever. It's like, oh, I thought I was going to the scene. It's like, you no, mean I'm not, not. Look- yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. circling You're not pictures. putting me up in the CSI shit like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, does anyone does anyone have any does anyone have any thoughts? Last thoughts on the old um to scale it down to uh, its its most raw uh, and, I don't know, it's still kind of dark, to be honest, uh, form of, like, vigilantism. Is that a word, vigilantism? Or yeah, not? yeah. Okay. Um, those videos, a lot of them from the UK, of uh, people um, finding, like, paedophiles. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. yeah those where, you know, it's just like... I, get, I, I almost question why they do it, because it's like these let's face it kind of horrible people like just trying to like catch um a pedophile like any act through like their own investigation it's like to catch a predator isn't it yeah but like a lot more budget horrible and yeah okay. budget. it's like it's like on a camera phone and, let's you know, just, not like... go too far into this because i think this is a brilliant episode idea i think yeah, really? yeah there, there, there's a i think yeah there's a for like actual vigilantism like yeah. okay there's one pedo to look hunters like, yeah, yeah is what i'm advocating for her oh my god all right <laughs> wow. well in that case i'm gonna go any further but yeah that's a form of it <laughs> yeah and that's yeah. you know another one that i think the police are largely against uh, yeah happening 
because I don't know if it ever gets anywhere. It's a bit. I like think we can, It's also the yeah. Really we can draw it back. That everybody is like drawn to because it's like super sensational and uh, you know extremely yeah. shocking. So it's pretty, it's pretty funny. I think there's a yeah. big difference between the idea of the online sort of more researchy journalist based like investigation compared to like an actual field operation like with a camera pretending phone, to you know? be a 12 year old online yeah 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 like it's no feature film don't get me wrong like it's <laughs> it's definitely not like exciting or like should be glorified in any way these are just like kind of weird like gross people just pretending to be kids to like lure pedophiles out and then when they find the pedophile <laughs> it's not like let's take them to the police or whatever i guess as you would it's like let's just film us like calling yeah, them a yeah. nonce and like insulting them and shit <laughs> and, like, and, like squaring up to them yeah, yeah, yeah and like fucking crushing them down to like mm. you know like the the worm that yeah. they are or whatever yeah, like, you like, are disgusting <laughs> yeah like that's the point in those videos i don't think it's like i don't know i mean i guess it is with justice in a way but like it's a bit more of a it's like the justice served it's like the the power yeah justice yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the revenge porn sort of uh, yes that's it yeah 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 i think there's a bit more of a like sadistic satisfaction that like, comes from watching something like that yeah. instead of like mm. that guy got what was coming to him yeah i guess yeah. it's whether it's in in service of you know criminal justice in terms of are the police going to get involved is this person going to go to prison because he's going to have a fair trial or is it this person deserves to get his kneecaps broke yeah mm. <laughs> You know. Yeah, I, I guess it, it like to to some people. I mean, I guess it depends on how much more we want to go into it. If Kalen wants to do an episode about it, but I just mean in general because you can come like it's the, that's the, the kind of difference I'm trying to draw is that when you have like the amateur detectives who are maybe looking at things online, maybe like drawing together like protests and things like that from a very like you know almost like a journalist would or anyone that's just sitting at a desk organizing yeah. shit compared to you like you like you said Don like the person who's going to go out and be like this person's fucking getting away with something they shouldn't be getting away with yeah uh, I, I guess their yeah their form of punishment would be much more different than the guy who's sitting at a desk trying to like you know um, going through every detail and every report trying to gather like concrete evidence and you know trying to do things by the books like they're probably expecting prison time but then these people want them to like you know like be exposed to everyone and yeah, yeah. you know embarrassed and you know like whatever else yeah yeah like the punishment is the action it, it the punishment is discovering them and telling yeah everyone. exactly it's... yeah it's not like oh yeah you should just go to prison and and whatnot it's like here you are and we're going to show you to the world for what you are yeah and i suppose society in general has agreed that the fairest form of punishment is like a trial and then, like, mm. kind of a, a structured punishment where you're given prison. It's not just like fucking anything, like public humiliation, square up to you. Uh, yeah, you know, so. yeah. Like all, all is good if you're a criminal. Like, I guess we'll yeah. just fuck you up in every way possible. Yeah, like, we'll completely know? ruin your life uh, yeah. indiscriminately. Yeah. Um. So yeah. On that note, um, does anyone have any final thoughts on the true crime online detective world? No, I think we covered it pretty well. No. Maybe cover it. I think yeah. The only thing I'll say is like, it's it's fine if it's if the crime is not serious, like investigate it to your heart's content. But if it's you know something that is a matter of life and death for people, don't 
like don't get involved if someone Mm -hmm. is going to like lose their entire life to prison or in you know say in america like potentially get the death penalty like fucking leave it to the professionals you know Hmm. or at least be sure and don't you know jump off of a red circle that you saw on reddit yeah what we can do is is that um the podcast is going to be starting up a our own task force to identify everyone who is in the the v-day congo line and <laughs> identify all those people and yes. put okay, them to so death. Yeah. We're going to be crowdsourcing that. So everyone, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll email you, all our listeners, with one no picture of, the, uh, of someone in the Congo line. And it's your yeah. job to find out who they are. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, but, oh, yeah, so please email hell, in. We forgot. We forgot. We got a shout out. Oh, um, yeah. We got to do a shout out this week. Uh, Gawahe. Um, who is I probably pronounced your name probably so sorry go, go ahead sorry uh, is uh, who is uh, someone that I know uh, has emailed us saying that they love our podcast so shout out to you um, how do you not you... know how to pronounce their name it's a difficult you... name it's like go ahead, go ahead. I don't but know you... I don't know it's my it's my girlfriend's sister yeah but has she never uh, told you the name I've never. She said. She said the name. In, it's, just, it's a difficult name. You should be careful because um, now the true crime detectives, if they need to know who you are, they could they could track yeah, you yeah. down. They could track me down. Yeah. They'd be yeah. pretty obscure though. They're gonna. Um, they're gonna find so, you through Gawahe. Yeah. So shout out, shout out to you. Um, thank you for emailing. Thank you for listening, and thank you for being the only one who listens to this podcast. Um, <laughs> on that note, this Don, is all for you. Do you wanna? Do you wanna hit us? Yeah, we do it for you. Um, do you want to hit us with uh, your social media? Well, not my social media personally, but I hit you with the podcast's <laughs> social media. Um, find us on Twitter at Heatlamp Podcast and email us at Heatlamp Podcast um, at gmail.com. Um, funny enough, we actually got um, some weird attention after our last episode from <laughs> mediums and, and psychics on Twitter. Yeah, it's odd. But we're still trying to figure out whether or not there are real people. Um, yeah. or if they're from beyond it's well, hard, hard to tell in this name? day and age who is who is a real yeah, who is AI yeah I don't mean they were ghosts like that's not what I was getting at but um, yeah like whether or not <laughs> they were <laughs> that's what I thought David was hinting at it's like they're from the world <laughs> beyond it's like no, <laughs> no we, we don't know whether or not they were we were just bots sharing out is, um, just, psychic medium content they were, they were Someone... definitely bots. Polly, Polly Wyrum. Shout out oh, yeah. to Polly Wyrum <laughs> uh, from at Psychic Reviews for uh, retweeting us. Yeah, and for giving us some nice comments. Yeah. Thank you, Polly. I hope she, you listened she, to this actually, episode. Actually, three hours ago, she retweeted a comment from someone called Come at me, Scrublord, I'm ripped. <laughs> what did the and comment the, say? The, the comment said, Came into new town and townsfolk are complaining that it's getting boring. I don't know. Call me psychic, but I have a feeling something exciting will happen soon, y'all. So I think she's just retweeting, just retweeting everything the word that psychic. says the word psychic. Yeah. Yeah. She's got yeah. some weird bot or something that's doing that for some fucking she reason. Because she no is a bot. She's not real. You know? Impressive. Yeah. I know, but no, they, they comment on stuff, though. Like, but like generic it, comments. Like, I guess so. For example, she just retweeted something that said, Coping with anxiety of change. Like an article, she said, what? "Great postings, appreciate it." What was the comment she made about the podcast? Just She's like, like, "Thanks I a really lot. Like I like this." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. So Polly, if you're listening, I mean, if, if that episode was enough to get you into the podcast, um, I hope you're still here. And, uh, yeah. and please, and please real. keep retweeting us. Oh, and dude, should only... we just put psychic in everything we write on Twitter so Polly retweets it? I'll, yeah, I'll put it. I'll put it in uh, in the description of the tweet next time. Yeah. Yeah. In a follow-up yeah, to cool. our psychic episode. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it for us this week. Um, yep. Hope everyone's staying safe and having fun. And uh, we love you all. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye.